60,000 is brought to you in part by RP Funding. RP Funding Inc. is licensed and can offer loans in Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Kentucky, Louisiana, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, and West Virginia, and is also licensed by the Mississippi Department of Banking and Consumer Finance and by the Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Office is located at 500 Wonderly Place, Suite 300, Maitland, Florida, 32751. Telephone 321-397-4420. RP Funding's nationwide mortgage licensing system ID number is 70168, and Robert Palmer's NMLS ID number is 76197. We're saving thousands with Robert Palmer right here on the Saving Thousands Radio Network. Those who listen to Saving Thousands Radio Show and who frequent the SavingThousands.com website and download the Saving Thousands Radio Show app quickly and easily become informed and empowered as masters of their own financial world. No longer will you wake up on Wednesday out of money, but not out of week. No longer will you be intimidated when it comes to getting that car loan or that boat loan or wondering if you have enough money to take the family on a wonderful vacation, or if you're worried about how much money the holidays might be costing you. Nope, no more. You're going to be in charge because you earned the money. And of course, with Robert Palmer's teaching, you're going to make that money go farther and work harder because that's what the money's for. The money is should work for you. And after you listen to Robert Palmer, you'll be empowered with more ways to take your money and do more with it. Okay, today we're going to talk about auto pay zombies. Are you an auto pay zombie? I hope not. We're going to talk about kids today. How are kids learning about money? They hardly ever see money, and they hardly ever see how luxuries are procured. All right, we'll discuss the home value hotline, a real way for you to find out the value of your home. We'll do an Ask RP. We'll talk to Robert Palmer about shopping around for a mortgage and if that would hurt your credit. And we'll take a look at the total predatory credit card offers that are sometimes coming your way that you should avoid. Well, Robert, let's talk about the out-of-sight, out-of-mind bill-paying method that you really don't like. And you call it? Auto-pay. And the fancy oh. commercial, everything the financial services industry has put together was built to turn you into a financial zombie who just meanders around and you bump into a fence and you bump go the other way or you hear a noise over there and you just turn and meander that way and, and you're not paying attention to anything. There's no higher reasoning. There's no conscious thinking when it comes to personal finance. Oh, we're going to turn them all into financial zombies and then we're going to take advantage of them, make a whole bunch of money. Well, that stops here and now on the Saving Thousands Radio Network. I'm going to turn you all into financial ninjas. We're going to follow the rules. We're going to make better decisions. We're going to save a bunch of money. More importantly, we are not going to be taken advantage of, and we are going to make a difference. Because trust me, when they realize this stuff isn't working anymore, they'll stop doing it. It's that simple. How do we fight back and win? We follow the rules. We take back power as consumers, and we force an industry who has been going down a really bad path for probably the last 40 years to reverse course and start putting us first as consumers again. One of the things that came up the other day that I hope we have a chance to discuss on a lengthy basis is a lot of the commercials now come on and they offer you a bottle of some kind of energy pill or diet pill or live better pill. And they say the first 100 capsules are free to the first thousand callers. The problem is they still ask for your credit card, Robert. And then they, the 30 days after you got that first bottle, it shows up on your credit card statement because here comes bottle number two. Here comes bottle number three. And when you try to cancel that, it's almost impossible. You have to cancel on the third day of the fifth week of the fourth moon or something, and you never get it out of your credit. Kind of like that problem you had with that credit card company so many years ago. Yeah, let me tell you, uh, <laughs> convenience is code for we're going to screw you. All right? <laughs> I mean, may maybe I'll make that a rule. Uh, you know, it, no one, honestly, look, they, they don't care about your convenience, all right? But what they know is auto pay, you know, they, they call those continuity programs, by the way, Rob. Oh, I didn't it, know what it, it was called. It, it's a huge, I mean, in the marketing world, it's called continuity programs. I know it, And it, it's a huge way for companies to make money. I mean, the auto bill. The, it's the auto pay with a product attached to it. But uh, anything that, that you think makes your life more convenient, right? Uh, we've talked about uh, online bill pay or on online statements, right? Why do the credit card companies push you so hard toward online statements? They claim it's to save the environment. Oh, yes. They claim it's for your own convenience, but in reality, it's to hide a bunch of disclaimers from you that were made a requirement under the Card Act that was passed a couple years ago, where they have to put in big, bold print how much you're spending in interest and how much faster you could pay that card off if you just sent a couple extra dollars, and that's required to be in big, bold print on the PDF or the downloaded statement 
So what are they going to do? They're going to drive you a little snapshot screen on your mobile phone that doesn't have that information in the name of convenience, in the name of the environment. They don't care about the environment. They don't care about your personal convenience. They care about making money off of you. All right, let's not confuse any of this. So uh, this is all about financial zombie. Uh, yeah, give me your credit card and just let me bill you whenever I want. Give me your bank account and let me draft a payment whenever I want. Car insurance, homeowner's insurance, all of these things, because what they know, and, and they test this, how much can we charge them before they realize it and get wise, right? So it, it, let's, let's bump them five bucks. Let's bump them eight bucks. Let's bump them three bucks. Let's try to figure out how much we can get away with mm -hmm. before somebody wakes up and says, well, this is too expensive. I didn't agree to pay this, right? But they know with auto pay, you're a financial zombie. You're just out there meandering around looking for the next brain to chew on and uh, not paying attention to where your money's going. I figured out another thing after we had that discussion the other day. If you simply get it on your your smartphone. You only look it up when you're thinking about it, but you know if that bill arrives in the mail and you put it in your hot little hands, you're going to probably pay it the right time the way you've taught them to pay it. But if it's just if it's just somewhere out there in a cloud and you've got to go find it, what about my first Omaha bank account? Yep. Well, when does it do? Well, I haven't thought about that because it's not in my hand. Yeah, it's, I mean, technology has made us lazy and and financial services companies, credit card companies, banks have realized that they can capitalize on our laziness, right? I mean, why do people not shop around? Laziness. Mm -hmm. That's it, you know? Or even worse, they think they're shopping around, but they're using websites that are on the take and, and only showing the the cards or the items that pay them money. You know, like, so so, so how about this? You know, bankrate.com, right? Sure. So it's supposed to be a huge resource where you can find the best mortgage. Well, guess whose mortgage you won't find on there? Mine. You won't find RP Funding's rates on there. You won't find... A zero closing cost refinance from RP funding on there. Why? Because I have to pay them a ton of money to be listed there. And I can't pay them and give you a great deal. That's right. right? And so this whole shopping portal thing, again, it, it, it's smoke and mirrors. It's to confuse you. It's tricks. And so you've got to do it yourself or you've got to do it with a trusted resource. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and this all comes in together. And, and I don't want people to feel like this is hopeless because it's absolutely not. Because shopping around only takes... I mean, you can call three or four companies and get quotes in 20 or 30 minutes, you know, and you only have to do it once a year, every so often. It's not an everyday thing. It doesn't take that much of our time. But when we are lazy, when we're financial zombies, when we don't pay attention, you know, when, when we don't have time, when we're too busy playing Candy Crunch, Candy Crush, whatever it is, yeah, on our iPhone, know. right? You know, th then we don't do the things we should be doing. And that's what this show is all about. That's what the rules are all about. I want you all to wake up. Take the little bit of time that it takes and do what's right for you. Do what's right for your personal finances and stop being taken advantage of. Stop letting them hide things from you. Stop letting them slow walk you to higher and higher payments and more expensive and more expensive payments. If you're someone who has not changed their car insurance or homeowner's insurance in 10 years, I want you to look at what you were paying then and look at what you're paying now. Yep. And those little yearly increases really add up quickly and if you go shop around, you can probably save a ton of money. They are probably giving new customers at the same company you use a better deal than they are giving you mm -hmm. because they're trying to earn their business where they know you are in full-blown financial zombie mode after 10 years. We don't even look at it. You don't pay attention to it. You don't care. You are now officially the sucker. They can charge as much as they want to charge because your brain has rotted and you are a financial zombie. Mm -hmm. Well, as you taught me years and years ago, once they find out that you're shopping, you know, they may call you for the automatic renewal or whatever, or write you or say it's time to, to connect. But no, if they know you're shopping, they're going to come back with a better rate. Absolutely. I just went that on the cable route. I told you about that a couple of weeks That's ago. It. You shared your success, Rob. You <laughs> That's know? what it was. So, you know, what Rob did is he called his cable company and he just told him he was considering switch. He told him he was about to shop around. That's and right. they instantly gave you a better deal. They gave me two more tiers of channels yeah. for the same price. There you go. Nothing more. Just based on the threat of shopping around. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, businesses know. <laughs> That, that when a consumer is going to shop around, they lose all power. Yep. I mean, that, that really, you want to talk about the quickest way to shift all the power uh, away from a business and back to yourself as a consumer is use those simple words, I'm going to shop around. You want to make it more powerful, say, I listen to Robert Palmer on the radio, so I'm going to shop around. And this will strike fear in the hearts. And for three days, I'm yeah, going to shop and that's around. Right. And then I'll get back to you in three days because I'm following rule one <laughs> and rule three. And I have a right to do it because I have an 800 credit score because I know rule number two. I know my numbers. 
And I'm not afraid of credit, but I'm not going to abuse it. And I know your tricks, so they're not going to work. And I'm going to go tell all my friends and family about it, and I'm going to spread the knowledge, right? This all fits in together so nicely. And this is how we transform ourselves from financial zombies to financial ninjas, all right? And if you want to learn more about all this, if you want to check out past shows, you can do so at savingthousands.com. That's the show website there, savingthousands.com, which producer Dave remind me, I need to update the website now that the iHeart channel is live. The The website still says coming soon on the iHeart channel. Mm-hmm. So you can also listen 24 hours a day on the iHeart radio app, uh, which a lot of the stations we broadcast on are on. But now I have my own station on the iHeart radio app, the Saving Thousands radio network. Uh, actually, it's called the Robert Palmer Radio Network and Saving Thousands. I forget. Put in Robert Palmer. It, put in Saving Thousands. Palmer, it, it, it's going to come up there on the iHeartRadio you know app. what else, Robert? People are going to be driving places. So let's say they're driving from South Florida to North Florida. They can use your affiliate list, and they can find out what stations we're on in different parts of the state. Absolutely. Yeah, we're on most. I love that. We're on a lot of stations on Saturday and Sunday. Everywhere. And, uh, so feel free to tune in. Uh, obviously, you can continue to listen to us here on the station. You're currently listening on every weekday. We are live from 9 to 10 a.m. Uh, we are on, I think we're probably like 40 or 45 stations now it's on the weekend. We need good. to update that on the website as too, uh, as well, Producer Dave. I think the website still says like 27 stations, but I know we are well over 40 at this point. Uh, the Saving Thousands Network is growing. Uh, we are going to turn people into financial ninjas we're going to end the plague of the financial zombies, uh, and we are going to send a message to the big financial mm-hmm. services company so that uh, people in the cities and towns where they can hear this radio show are not going to be taken advantage of, are not going to fall asleep at the wheel anymore, are not going to be financial zombies. We're going to fight back. We're going to use the best credit cards there are. We're going to make smart decisions. We're going to take advantage of, of no interest offers. Uh, we are going to shop around. We're going to do all these things, and we're going to do it as a group. We're going to unite as financial ninjas, and we're going to save money, and we're going to have fun doing it. Well, if you're just tuning in, you're saving thousands with Robert Palmer. Don't go anywhere. Hang around and become financially empowered. You know, after years of very, very big success in business, Robert Palmer is now giving back. He wants to give you the financial power that you deserve, and there's a lot of ways that he is devising to do that. One, of course, is right here, this radio show, in many markets, seven days a week. And for you, accessible on this great radio station when they air it. Plus, you can always access our shows on iHeart. That's right. We have our own iHeart channel. When you go to iHeart, just search out Robert Palmer, and you'll get to listen to the shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There's some financial empowerment for you. There's also the all-new Saving Thousands app. That's right, the Saving Thousands app. This is great. Go to your app store. Download the free Saving Thousands app today. And once it's loaded, you can access on-demand recent radio shows and play them on any smart device. This is big time. So in review, you've got the Saving Thousands radio show. You've got the Saving Thousands app. You've got the iHeart channel. And what am I leaving out? Oh, yeah, SavingThousands.com. SavingThousands.com is great. It kind of encompasses everything I've been talking about all in one big warehouse and everything on Saving Thousands, the radio shows, archives, the Saving Thousands rules to success, the researched articles that are easy to read and easy to follow, all of those things are offered to you absolutely free. Well, you know, Robert, a lot of the conversations you and I have off the air, and recently I heard a conversation on an interview show with some of the members of Shark Tank, and they all agree with what we've been talking about, and that is kids are not involved with money and they really should be. Parents need to do a good job of getting their kids knowledgeable about finance. And research shows that that is a need. Uh, this was a big one from this, this study. Uh, kids think that luxuries just happen, right? And, you know, and this is, this is huge. I think you know, kids really have to understand you know, what, what the luxury of a new car is, right? Or what the luxury of a really nice house is or, or vacations, right? You know, if you take your kids on a vacation, that they understand that, that there was money involved and sacrifice involved, right? These are things we don't like to talk about. You know, kid, kid well, I'm not going to tell my kid that we're taking them on a $5,000 vacation to the Keys. You know, that they don't need to know about that. Well, why not? I mean, they need to understand that, that if you want to be able to do things like this, you've either got to make enough money or make sacrifice in other places that you can't just have everything you want. You can't just magically have a new iPhone every 12 months. You can't just magically take vacations. You can't just magically have nice cars that these luxuries in life, the ability, you know, eating out is a luxury. You know, all these luxuries in life come with a price tag. And when we don't talk about money with our kids, 
and we don't talk about the, the sacrifices you have to make early in life, you know, in order to be able to have these things later on, you know, hey, son, you know, if you, daughter, if you, if you, if you go five or six years without and you save your money and you work hard and, and you get some equity in a home and you get a car that's paid for, then you can afford to have these vacations. But if you're out there trying to take vacations from day one and putting them on credit cards, you know, you're, you're driving yourself in the hole, you know, you're, you're going in the wrong direction. And, uh, you know, this is, this is the big thing, you know, how, how do you, how do you look at making big purchases, right? Do, do we share our mentality, right? So if the family's mentality is okay, you know, we want to buy a new car. So we're going to eat out less, uh, so that we can save up money to buy a new car, right? Rob, I mean, that, this is a, a pretty normal thing that a family would do. Well, we don't tell the kid that's the plan, right? All they, all of a sudden, all they see is we're reading out less. That's right. They don't know why. You know, well, you know, we, we ate out less. I don't know why. And then this new car showed up. And, and in the kid's mind, the two probably have nothing to do with each other. But there was a huge correlation there. And it, that's a great example of how to show your child from a young age the, the way that, that sacrifice works in personal finance. You know, sit down as a family and say, hey, family, we want, you know, who, who loves our current station wagon? Boo, right? Nobody. It's old. It's beat up, right? So we want to get a new car. And so for this family to afford a new car, we're all going to have to make some sacrifices. So we're going to eat out a little less. And Johnny, instead of Lunchables, I'm going to make you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich two days a week. You know, and, and talk the family through what you're doing. You know, I mean, again, you're not revealing any, any deep, dark secrets about your personal finance here, or how much money you make. I mean, I want you to, but I, I'm not, I definitely don't think, Rob, every parent's going to run out tomorrow and show their kid what their paycheck looks like the way my mother did. I'm right. not trying to get everybody to, to jump into the river head first, but I, I want you to take some baby steps. And I think, you know, when, when there's a decision like that, all right, kids, you know, we're, we're planning this vacation coming up in a couple months. So for the next couple months, we've got to tighten our belt. Here's the things we've got to do. And, and show them that reward, luxury, new cars, cell phones, and see, and not just on their part. Right? That's the other thing. You know, parents will, well, you know, you get an allowance. If you want a new iPhone, save up your money. And what it, what it kind of, but, but the parents never express that they're having to do the same thing. And so I think what a lot of kids end up believing is, well, as a kid, I have to make sacrifices to get what I want. But mom and dad never have to make sacrifices. So once I'm an adult, I can have and do whatever I want. Right, because we're not telling them that you know, son. Just like you had to save your allowance to buy that new iPhone, I have to save my paycheck to get that new car. Mm -hmm. And so I have to make this. I have to make choices. You know, on the way to work now every morning, I don't go to Starbucks anymore. I'm, you know, your mom's making me a, a pot of coffee before I leave the house for twenty cents instead of me going and dropping five bucks at Starbucks. And while I love my Starbucks, uh, I want a new car in, in six months. And so this is the sacrifice I'm making. And no one's, no one's hardly having these types of conversations with kids. And so that, that's kind of the, the level one of this, I would say, yeah. is, is start, you know, opening up about the, the sacrifices you have to make financially. That We have to give up a little over here to get over here, you know. Uh, you know or maybe, hey, you know, daddy got a raise at work, and that's why we can afford to take a vacation. You know, I think kids really need to understand the, the, if, you, if, again, you don't want to get into the nitty-gritty, at least give them the basics of the, the kind of how and why. You know, okay, if we save over here, then we can do this over here. If we make more over here, now we can do this over here. And this is something that parents aren't doing. Um, you know, the other thing is if you can't afford something, right? So I think another kind of habit for, for parents is, if it, you know, like, say a kid wants a, a really expensive toy, um, you know, the, the, you may say, well, we can't afford it as an excuse, right? And I think a lot of kids kind of hit a point in their life where they feel like we can't afford it as just mom and dad's excuse because they don't want to buy it for them. That's right. Right. <laughs> you know, and because again, that's kind of the, it becomes almost like a blanket answer, right? Oh, I want the new, you know, I want the new PlayStation. We can't afford it. And, and you know, I want the new, I'm a new bike. We can't afford it. You know, if for parents that are even going down this road. And so what happens now is you kind of water it down. And, and I think a lot of kids, they just don't believe you. Well, how come, you know, why can't I afford a new bike when you just bought a new car, you know, or, you know, whatever it is, because again, kids are smart and really what does we can't afford it mean? And so I, th I think a better plan would be, you know, well, hey, son, you know, if we, if we do this, right, like go back to my, my school lunch example, right? You know, so if you, if you, uh, if you go to, to homemade sandwiches instead of Lunchables or, you know, if you go to school lunch instead of a packed lunch, you know, you'll save money. And then you can have a new bike or you can have a new PlayStation. There has to be a sacrifice there. You know, we can afford it, but you have to make some sacrifices. We have to make some sacrifices. 
you know, uh, if you if you don't buy any new games on your iPhone through the App Store, you know, if you don't if you don't play this, you know, I think I think instead of just a blanket, we can't afford it, uh, you know, because we don't we don't accept that as humans, right? You can't. Nobody's gonna look at me and say, well, you know, Robert, you can't afford a new car ever, right? Well, if I can't afford a new car today. I want to figure out a plan so that I can't afford a new car. It's just how we think. It's how we work. Right. You know, well, I'll save my money until I can. I'll work hard. I'll work overtime at work and get the extra money. I'll work hard at work and try to get a bonus so I can buy the new car. Uh, you know, we're, we don't give our kids that opportunity to understand that, that they can make sacrifices when we just say, oh, we can't afford it. Uh, you know, so I think that's where, you know, talking about, well, you know, you want new school clothes every year, right? Well, if you wear last year's clothes again next year, you know, or the year after, if you know you stretch things, you don't get that new pair of shoes you wanted. Or hey, because you bought that new pair of shoes that you had to have, now you can't have the PlayStation. Uh, you know, kind of setting up and and again, give the kids credit. We are much smarter at a younger age than we give ourselves credit for, than we give our young people credit for. Uh, but just the blanket statement, we can't afford it, uh, without any type of ex explanation of the financial responsibilities. You know, about what's going on in life, and, and maybe the, or maybe there's a reality. You know, hey, son. We can't afford it right now because we just had to put brakes on the car. You know, something unexpected happened. We just had to spend that money. You know, we've, we've now got to save some money and get out. You, you've got to give the backstory. The kids need to understand that we can't afford it is not just an excuse for mom and dad to not give you what you want, that there are realities that work out there. There are real-world circumstances happening every single day around us. You know, things happen. The air, con hey, son, the air conditioning just broke. Remember how it was really hot? And you were sweaty the other night because the air conditioning was broken. We had to fix that, and that cost money. And so the money I would have used to buy you a, the PlayStation that you want, we had to use to fix the air conditioning. Do you understand? Does that make sense to you? You don't want to be sweaty every night in bed, do you? No. You know, and, but we don't, we don't go to that level. We don't want to explain that to our kids. And, again, I think that's a huge disservice. Um, so, again, giving those full explanations I think is big. Hey, coming up on the show, we'll talk about those home valuation companies and what they're really after, and how you can really determine the value of your home. But right now, I want to talk about customer service. That's because every area of the Robert Palmer family of companies is based on providing the absolute best for you. The best in radio, the best in the website, the best in our applications, the best in everything that we do to try to empower you or to serve you with the financial companies under the umbrella of the Robert Palmer family of companies. Let's take RP Funding, for example. From the time that you make your very first phone call to the time that you apply for a loan to the loan process and all the way through closing, you will be totally in the loop. And along the way, you'll be invited to take some brief surveys to grade everyone involved in the transaction, all the way from the receptionist, all the way to the licensed mortgage professionals, to the real estate agents involved and to the title company and all the rest. Now this helps determine bonuses, advancements, and operational improvements, all with one thing in mind, and that is customer service. And of course, along the way, those surveys provide us with a great list of not only who's doing the best job here, but how about those real estate people? Well, if they're doing a really bang up job for you and their name keeps showing up with gold stars on all the surveys, well, they appear on a list. And that list is our preferred real estate list. So if you call us and you need a realtor, we're going to guide you to some of these people, 855-773-8634, the best in your neighborhood, 855-773-8634. Okay, Robert, boy, since the recovery from the housing crunch, there's been so much advertising about companies that want to provide me with the value of my home. What's up? Uh, yeah, so here's the deal. So there's a couple different ways people can get their home value. And what a lot of people like to do is they like to go on the internet. Mm -hmm. And they like to have some server farm out of California uh, give them a value that is less accurate than the assessed value from the tax collector. So it's like throwing darts at a dartboard. The chance of me hitting a bullseye is the chance of one of these online home valuations being an accurate representation of the value of your home. I know this because if they were accurate, we would use them in the mortgage business. Because remember, we are a greedy industry who likes to make every dollar possible. And so if we could take that $350 that we're paying to the hardworking expert professional appraisers and we could use it. Uh, we could give it to a computer and keep the difference. We would definitely do that. Mm -hmm. However, there is no computer system. There is no server farm. There is no Z estimate that is accurate enough for us to use as lenders because at the end of the day, a computer just cannot figure it out. 
a computer can't figure out the view, a computer can't figure out, you know, conceptually, has your home been remodeled? Is it more similar to this home or that home? This home has Corian countertops and tile. This home has bare floors because the tenant destroyed it. Uh, those are dissimilar. We need to take that into account. So what happens is human beings still have to be involved in home valuation. There's no way to do it without them. And so we pay real estate appraisers, licensed real estate appraisers. But what I've set up for you is to have local real estate agents give you a free home valuation through the Home Value Hotline. So there's no mm -hmm. obligation. There's no cost to you. Uh, but if you're thinking about maybe selling your home, uh, you're, th you're just wondering what your home is worth, whatever it is, you can call my Home Value Hotline. It's a recorded message. You can call it 24 hours a day, day or night. Leave a little bit of basic information. Let us know, you know, are you looking to, to do you want, and see, here's the other thing. Do you want to know the value your home would sell for? Or do you want to know the value your home would appraise for? Because they're often different. Mm -hmm. Because what a, a buyer may be willing to pay above appraised value in the market because the market is so hot. And so this is where a local real estate agent can tell you what your home is most likely to sell for. Uh, I've handpicked the experts that we have do these home valuations. And, you know, I told them, look, guys, you got to do these for free. This has got to be a public service to my listeners. And the reason we do this is we want to we want to stop the misinformation. Sure. You know, because what happens is, you know, you've got a couple and maybe they want to move across town. You know, little Johnny is is ready for elementary school and you really want to move across town so you can get little Johnny in the right school district. Uh, but you think you're up, you go on to Zillow and you look at your Z estimate and it tells you you don't have enough equity to sell. And now you stay put. You feel stuck. Mm -hmm. Where if you call the home value hotline and you talk to a local real estate professional, they may tell you that you actually have equity in your home because the Z estimate is so inaccurate. And now you can sell your home. And that creates more real estate transactions, which is great for me sure. and great for all the members of the Home Value Hotline, all the agents that help me with these home valuations, because we make our money based on people buying and selling houses. So if we can give you the right information to make a right decision to sell your home or to stay in your home, we all win. And that's why I built the Home Value Hotline. So, Rob, give them the number. It's totally free. There's no obligation. Find out what your home is really worth. Don't trust some server farm in California. Trust a local expert handpicked by me. And the number, Rob, is... All right, Robert. That number is 866-222-8231. All right, write this down, everybody. 866-222-8231. One more time, real slow. That's 866-222-8231. That's the Home Value Hotline. But you know what? We have another way now, actually two more ways, that you can get the value of your home, as Robert was explaining. The Home Value Hotline has the phone number. But now we also have a text inquiry line where you simply get out your smartphone, you go to messaging, and you just text in 35353. That's the address, 35353. The contact, 35353. And then down in the body, you simply say, I want my home value, and here's my address. That's all we need, and your information is totally confidential. Now, there's another way. If you go to savingthousands.com, right on the front page, the home page, right? Look in the upper right-hand corner up there and you'll see a tab that says Home Value Hotline. All you have to do is click on that. A form will magically appear on your computer screen. You fill out that form, it's as simple as that. Takes about 20 seconds, send it back in and you will get a reply before you know it, okay? So there's a lot of ways that you can get that home value right here from the consumer friend that is the Robert Palmer family of companies. You know that. Also, while you're on the site, savingthousands.com, click on that tab that says the rules. These are the GPS of money, okay? The Saving Thousands Rules to Success. One of those rules is always shop around. Well, that leads us to an Ask RP, Robert. We have an Ask RP here from Jane, and she says, Robert, I want to buy a house, but I want to take your advice and shop around for the mortgage. However, my father says, that multiple inquiries into my credit score could hurt my credit score. It says every time that I somebody checks my credit, it's going to ding my credit. So what what should I do? Yeah. So I mean, this is it. This is we. I just talked about this. This is this is the smoke and mirrors. I mean, this is again who who doesn't want you to shop around? The guy who's trying to take advantage of you, right? So if I know I have a great deal, which I know I do, mm -hmm, guess what? Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you to shop around because the more people you call the more you see that I have a great deal. The better we look. That's it. If I have a terrible deal, if I'm charging you all kind of lender fees and crazy high rates and taking advantage of you and all these things and application fees, and, and you shop around and you talk to five other people and none of them have application fees, and one of them is RP funding and doesn't charge fees, and two or three of them have lower interest rates than the guy you're taking, he now looks like an idiot. 
So he doesn't want you to shop around, right? The 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 other mortgage guy. And so this myth got perpetuated. Once upon a time, it did hurt your credit score to have it pulled by multiple mortgage companies. Right. And then FICO figured out that this was stupid because people should be shopping around. Smart consumers shop around. Smart consumers have better credit. Smart consumers deserve the best rates. Smart consumers know to shop around to get a good rate. So why would we? Why would your credit score punish you for being a smart consumer? Because the person who does all that due diligence is probably more likely to pay. They're probably at lower credit risk because they care enough to shop around and get the best deal. So they changed the algorithm probably 15 years ago. <laughs> I mean, it was a long. It's been a long. I've been having this. I've been having the same conversation with people for probably 15 years that it doesn't hurt your credit score. But if it, the guy who's telling you that either heard it from someone who was trying to smoke and mirror them, sure. or you're hearing it directly from the person who's trying to smoke and mirror you. And I, you know, I wouldn't call those RP funding guys. I know they say they don't have any fees and they say they have low rates, but it's going to hurt your FICO score. You should just stay with me and pay me $12,000 in fees and pay me a higher interest rate for the next 30 years because we don't want to lower your FICO score. We want to, I want to rip you off. I mean, it, it doesn't even make any sense. But this is this is the fear part. And so they start with the confusion and they start with the emotion. And we're going to talk about the happy stuff and we're friends and and I'm your realtor's best friend. And I'm going to give you a great deal. What is that deal? Oh, don't worry about it. It's just a great deal. We'll get into the numbers later. And, and, and the goal is to get you so far down the process before they ever talk about numbers, before they ever tell you how much their underwriting fee is, before they ever tell you how much their processing fee is, before they ever tell you how much their mortgage broker fee is, before they ever tell you how much their origination fee is, all these crazy garbage fees. I talk about them every week. I talk about them every day. They're zero. Mine are zero. Zero, 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 zero. There you go. I just Full disclosure, right here on the radio. No other mortgage guy wants to tell you any of these numbers. I'm shouting them out on the air to 100,000 people. Zero, 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 zero. Why? Because I'm proud of the fact that we charge zero. Right. They're embarrassed by the fact that they charge $800 for underwriting and $900 for this and $1,000 for that. And so they don't want you to shop around. They only want you to they only want you to shop around with them, right? They only want you to ask them what their costs are. Like getting a mortgage is a financial transaction and somehow the industry tries to make it into something else. Well, that's not. we don't need to talk about the rates and the fees. Let's just focus on how much we love each other. And I'm your realtor's best friend, and I'm your best friend, and we love each other. Who cares what the rates are, and who cares what the fees are? You should, as a consumer, you should care. That's money you're going to pay for the next 30 years. Gosh. It's a big deal, right? So this Major. is what it's all about. You've got to shop around. You've got to, got to, got to. Rule number one, if you want to continue to listen to my show, and I will send, I will send a gremlin to go take the radio out of your car so you can't listen to me anymore <laughs> if you refuse to follow this rule. Rule number one is you have got to to shop around for everything you do. Mortgage, credit card, student loan, bank account, you name it. If it's anything that can cost you money, if it's anything financial services related, life insurance, car loans, you've got to shop around. You know how many people shop for car loans, Rob? None. They walk into That's the dealership crazy. and they get whatever. They want. You know how many shop for mortgages? Very few. Now, I've raised that number here locally, but nationally, it's dis dismal. The car dealer, they walk in, they let the car dealer tell them who to get their money from. Oh, they let the real estate agent tell them who to get their money from. Well, is that what's best for you? What's best for them? Who knows? You don't know. Mm -hmm. The only way to find out is to shop around. So rule number one of listening to my show is you've got to shop around. The number one, if you do nothing else, if all this idea, you know, if you're not one of the people who wants to try to figure out how to arbitrage and 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 make money by taking no no interest credit cards or make money by taking a no interest car loan or make money by refinancing a mortgage if you if you're not that person the only thing i want you to take away from this show is you have got to shop around call at least 3 companies get at least three quotes. The only way to know you're getting a good deal, the only way to know you're not getting screwed is to shop around. It's easy to do. It's dialing three phone numbers instead of one. It's having three five-minute conversations instead of one. And it's that simple and you've got to do it. Okay, Robert. By the way, I have a text here that says that they didn't get the number written down in time for that home value hotline. So let me give you that again. It's 866-222-8231. No obligation no one's going to try to get you to commit to anything. It's simply a service of the Robert Palmer family of companies and RP funding. 866-222-8231, 866-222-8231. Or you can get on your messaging feature and just text us at 35353. That is a dedicated texting mechanism by our computers. And you get into it by going to 35353 or go to savingthousands.com and click on the home value hotline 
tab. All right. Hey, I want to get back to the rules while we've got a couple of minutes. Uh, rule number one, we've talked about a lot on the show today is always shop around. Rule number two is you got to know your numbers. Well, that kind of goes right along with the home value hotline is you've got to know what your home value is. But more importantly, you also need to know the interest rates you're paying on your credit cards. You may find out that you're paying in the upper 20s on some of those cards. And you may also find out that if you violate a certain number of days in the month that you might be paying penalties. So you've got to know your numbers. All right. Rule number three is the three-day rule. What does that mean? Well, the three-day rule is pretty self-explanatory. If you want to buy something, a pretty major purchase, what you need to do is put it off for three days. Okay. You want to buy that car. You want to buy that stereo system. You want to buy that big screen TV, whatever it is. All right. Make up your mind. You're going to do it, but then give it 72 hours. Now during that 72 hours, you'll put everything into perspective. You might find better deals. You might find a better TV than the one you were looking at. So take that three days and then you will not get buyer's remorse. It's as simple as that. Well, Robert, you and the research team are looking into credit cards left and right. How's that going? I found a card online that, that I think is kind of crazy. And so I want to share this with people. Uh, th- this is a, it's a secured card, right? So mm-hmm. you, you get a $200 limit, but you have to put up a $200 security deposit. Right. Now, that part's not that bad. But then they hit you for a $50 annual fee. Seen those. $50 annual fee on a $200 credit card. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's 25% of the, of the I guess, limit. I mean, whatever you want to call it. So the, you pay them $50 for them to loan you back your own money. Uh, and then the APR is 19.9%, uh, which doesn't seem all that generous. And then uh, the late fee is $38. So, I mean, this is, uh, I, I don't think I would get one of these. So we're, we found some much better deals. And this, by the way, is the, uh, this is the first Premier Bank card, uh, which they, they, these guys pay, these guys pay websites a lot of money to push their, their yes, product. That's, do. I think, how we stumbled across it. Uh, and so what happens is they, they pay, they pay like a hundred bucks uh, for every credit card sign up. That uh, that some of the, some of these affiliates can push over them. It's, it's crazy, and uh, and so you know you got people writing about how it's this great card when I personally think it's garbage. But you know, well, yeah, gonna... I mean, if you're getting a two hundred dollar line of credit, but they're going to take fifty away right away for the sign up, yep. and then they're going to hit you with overdrafts, and, and they're loaning oh, you your own, man. they're loaning you back your own money. Your I mean, money. you're 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 basically you're paying them fifty dollars to report to the credit bureaus. I mean, that's that's absolutely all it is. It is crazy. You know? So and so again, we're we're going to put this list together. I've got. I've got my staff researching and calling around, and we are going to uncover the absolute best credit cards for our listeners. It just shows how you know. desperate people are, though, Robert. They'll do anything to get their credit back. Right. And, and you know, and what I think is there, there's, there's probably some banks out there with way better cards than this, but sure. they, they don't, they're not advertising it or they're not paying the bloggers enough money to push it on the Internet. So that's why we're going to uncover it. You know, well, we're going to find that little credit union, right, or that big credit union. We're going to find that bank or that local bank or that big bank. I don't care. You know, who's got the best deal for my saving thousands listeners? That's that's what it's all about. And and so, you know, we, we've tried to use some of the online portals to do this research for us and shortcut oh. it. But the problem is they only show the cards that will pay them money. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I mean, I don't have a problem with them getting paid for displaying advertising. I think that's fine. But if you only show cards who are willing to pay you, then how can you honestly say that you're researching giving people the best cards? So, you know, we're going to put together a list that, that includes every bank. I mean, we're going to we're going to take our time. I am paying my staff to make phone calls, to call banks, to ask all the right questions. You know, we we sat down and with the group and I, I figured out who had the best understanding of credit cards and interest rates and gave them a crash course and turned them loose. Mm-hmm. And, and they're asking all these questions and they're gathering all this data for me so I can sit down and we can look at you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 credit cards from different banks. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to put them into categories, right? So what's the best credit card for someone with bad credit? What's the best secured credit card? What's the best mm-hmm. credit card if you're a frequent traveler, you know? And again, there, there are websites out there that claim to do this, but the caveat is most of them will only show the cards who will pay them a big referral fee when you apply for the card. We're going to do it with everybody, right? Because, I mean, wow. let me tell you, the, the small credit union out there with a great deal is not set up to pay bloggers to advertise their cards. <laughs> and if you think, where do most people go for their research on credit cards? Most people, you know, they're not going to take the time to call and shop around the old-fashioned way. Nope. They're going to go online. And from what I've seen, almost every online website I've gone to that claims to be a resource for helping people shop around for credit cards is missing some great cards because those cards won't 
pay them the referral fee, the affiliate fee, the commission. And again, I don't mind that they're get, if a card's willing to pay them, great, mm-hmm. take the money. But don't exclude the cards who aren't willing to pay. You don't put out an article that says these are the 20 best credit cards for whatever and, and then exclude the people that won't pay you. Now, if you want to include the people that won't pay you along with the people who will pay you, I think that's perfectly fine. I think that's good old American capitalism. But to say you're going to give advice on the best cards and then exclude the cards that are unwilling to pay you, I think is wrong. And so we're going to create a list, an unbiased list, mm-hmm. and we're going to put this list on savingthousands.com, and I'm going to talk about it here on the radio, and we're going to help people truly find the best cards, not the best cards willing to pay bloggers, the mm-hmm. best card for consumers. And that's going to be the difference. And, and so far, you know, I don't, want to, I don't want to give too much away here until the list is done. But we found some very, very attractive deals out there really? that I didn't even know existed, right? Uh-huh. Because, I mean, it's been a long time since I took the time to call, you know, I mean, they're probably calling, I mean, 30, 40 banks, you know, credit unions. Wow. I mean, they're, they're, they're calling a lot. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it over the phone so they can ask the questions. A big thing to me is how long is the grace period, right? Because as a financial ninja, the longer we can go without having to pay interest, the longer we can use our money somewhere else, the better. So we're looking for cards with attractive grace periods. And, uh, and then we're also making sure that all the cards do report on your credit. You know, credit reporting is important. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, we're looking at application fees. We're looking at annual fees. We're looking at APRs. We're looking at late fees. And so, again, there will be one set of cards that we say these are great for people that don't have any, any debt right now because you don't care what the APR is as much because you're not going to leave a balance yeah. on there. Where someone who's got a lot of debt right now and is trying to get out of it we're going to give them a list of the best cards for balance transfers. We're going to try to dig up as many of the 0% APR deals as we can. You know, if I can show a listener out there, Rob, who's got twenty dollars or $30,000 worth of credit card debt, if I can show them four or five cards that have a six-month interest-free period on them, then they can roll from card to card, and they can go, you know, six cards, you go three years without paying interest. That's right. right? If, you, if you line it up right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and someone who has twenty dollars or $30,000 in debt, if I can show them how to go three years you know, without paying interest, let's say their average interest rate is 20%. Let's say they've got $30,000 in debt. So they're paying $6,000 a year in interest. Wow. So over three years, I can save them $18,000 if I show them how to get six credit cards mm-hmm. that have a six-month no-interest period introductory offer. And so this is this is what we're building now for the Saving Thousands credit card database. Uh, I am not in the credit card game, but this is something I feel mm-hmm. like my my listeners really need. Uh, because the the quote unquote advice out there on the internet is not really advice, and so what what uh what caught my attention, and one of the things that really grabbed me on this, Rob, is is one of these websites uh, that that does this just raised sixty four million dollars in venture capital, okay, mm. and and so that caught my attention. You know, yeah. I, I read the financial, a lot of the news I read is financial. I'm very intrigued by IPOs, general business, you know, IPOs, initial public offerings where yep. companies go public. Uh, I'm very intrigued by this stuff. And so, you know, as as I'm looking now to invest in other companies as I grow, you know, I've got Palmer Capital Partners now. Uh, and and so I'm intrigued by this. So I was reading articles, and, I, and this article struck me about a website who gave credit card and consumer advice that just raised $64 million in venture capital. And, and so I say to myself, well, venture capital guys, they don't uh, they don't give you money unless you make money. That's right. So let me go figure out how this website makes money. Mm-hmm. And and so as I, I started reading through the disclaimers and looking at it, uh, you know, the cards that they're promoting pay them a commission. I say ransom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and again, I, I don't I don't mind that, but you got to make sure that you're promoting all, you know, that, that, that you're not only promoting cards that will pay you. If mm-hmm. if a credit card company is willing to pay you, don't turn their money away. We, we want to take any money we can get away from the credit card company. But I would say the two things that, and so as I researched this, uh, and I found some other websites who had previously taken money from credit card companies and, and then stopped. And one of the things I found out is there were times where the the benefits and incentives to the consumer are not as good uh, if the if the website is getting paid. And so again, this is another conflict for me, right? I wouldn't I disagree with that. Then I, you know this this person took the cards off. Uh, there was an example they gave where uh, one particular credit card company. Uh, if you signed up directly through their website, it would give you 50,000 bonus miles. And if you signed up through the, the blogger's website who was getting the payment, you only got 25,000 bonus oh. miles. And so this guy did the right thing and said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to put the link here to the card that gets you the best deal, not the card that pays mm-hmm. me money. And, and so there are people out there that are, that are doing this with integrity, but not, they're hard to find. 
uh, because the ones who are the flashiest and the most in the public eye and rank the highest in Google, uh, they seem to be the ones that are only promoting cards that will pay them high commissions, which means there's all these other really great cards that, that, that aren't being advertised, that aren't being put in the list. And so I want to fix this. You know, I, I'm the fixer, Rob. Like this uh -huh. is when I see something that's broken, you know, when I saw the mortgage industry broken with the junk fees and, and the rates and, and the way they were paying the high commissions and I came in and fixed it. I thought it was broken. And, uh, and now I'm, I'm going to tackle this credit card thing. And, and it's simple. I don't, I don't need to own a credit card company to do this. Right. I just need to make sure that my consumers have the knowledge they need to be financial ninjas and to get the right cards. And mm -hmm. so we're going to compile that list and I am excited about this. And, uh, you know, we're going to be the premier resource for giving people honest advice about the best credit cards. And once again, you're listening to Saving Thousands with Robert Palmer. I'm Rob Newton, and along the show, we've been talking about some of those 15 rules to success. These rules were put together by Robert Palmer, and you may be wondering about this time in the show, where in the world did Robert Palmer come up with all of this financial knowledge? Well, you know what? He has always been interested in money. You see, back when Robert was just a kid... His mom came home one day with a big grocery sack full of money. Can you imagine that? For a young kid to see that, and it represented the money that would be in her paycheck. So she came in and said, Robert, let's let's talk a minute. And so she said, now, let's just spread the money on the floor right here in the kitchen. <laughs> Can you imagine that? But this was Robert's introduction to money. So she took all the money and laid it on the floor. And she said, now, count out this much money and put it over here. All right, that's our house payment. Now, pull out this much and put it over here. All right, that's the car payment. And she went on and on and on. And the money that was left, well, that was the money that they had left as spending money. So you see, Robert learned early on that you've got to have a budget and you've got to know where the money's going. So he started on that path. Later, of course, got into the mortgage industry. And in those years in the mortgage industry, he has looked over tens of thousands of credit scores, credit applications, and had a lot of conversations with a lot of people they just want that American dream. They just want to be able to get a home loan. Well, along the way, he kind of came up with these 15 rules to success that if you follow these rules, you're going to get to your financial destination quicker, just like if you follow your GPS. It's as simple as that. Of course, Robert, one of those rules is know your numbers. And if people joined us late, one of the biggest numbers is the home value. And let's talk about the best possible way to get that home value. Yeah, real quick, Rob, let, let's uh, let's talk about Home Value Hotline for a second. Hey, let's do. You know, we're, we're talking about a more educated consumer. We're talking about uh, people understanding what they're getting into. And one of the keys to this uh, is, you know, we've been talking a lot about buying a home, getting sure. into a new home. Uh, maybe you're out there listening and you already own a home, as a lot of our listeners do. And so if you own a home, probably the most important thing to you uh, is to know what that home is worth, right? Because a lot of decisions in your life are impacted by it. Like, you know, let's say... Let's say, Rob, somebody out there listening right now, they, they've, they've been living in a house and they've had young children and now their first child is ready to go off to elementary school, mm -hmm. right? And, and maybe they want to have another child and, and the house is, they're in a three bedroom right now and to have another child, they really need a four bedroom. And they really want little Johnny to go to school at the other school district. You know, right now it was fine, but now they're realizing that the elementary school uh, in the school district they live in is not the best and they yeah. want the best for little Johnny. We want little Johnny to grow up to be a brain surgeon. We want him to cure cancer. We want him to, you know, get the Nobel Peace Prize for solving world hunger. Uh, we have all these great aspirations for little Johnny. You know, we want him to be the first president of the United States uh, from your neighborhood, right? Nice. And, and so we need little Johnny to go to a good school. And uh, But unfortunately, you feel like you're stuck in your current house because maybe you bought it in 2005. Grr, oh, not right? I mean, that's about, it's about when you would have bought it, right? I mean, a new couple buys mm -hmm. a three-bedroom, two-bath house in 2005. And then a couple of years 15. later, they get pregnant, right? And then the little Johnny is now getting to that point where he's ready to go off to elementary school. That's That timeline yeah, works. We're in there. And they maybe feel like they're still upside down in the house. Uh, and maybe they went online and they went to the big Z <laughs> and got the big Z estimate, Trouble. the big inaccurate Z estimate. And it told them the house was only worth X when it's really worth Y. And so now you're feeling trapped in the house. You're feeling like little Johnny can't ever grow up to be president of the United States because <laughs> you paid too much for your house. And now little Johnny will never cure world hunger because you paid too much for the house and you're upside down and you can't sell it. Uh, and one simple call to the home value hotline may be able to dispel uh, all of those fears and problems. Because what we find, Rob, is a lot of people's homes are worth a whole lot more than they think they are. You know, the, the estimates are slow to keep up with the market and they're very inaccurate. And home values have been increasing. We have seen a, a huge increase 
in Central Florida home values over the last 18 to 24 months. And so if you want to know what your house is really worth, all right, we're going to have a live human being, not a server farm in California, not a, not the latest Intel Xenon double dipper processor out in uh, out in the big Z server farm in the bunker in Palo Alto, <laughs> you know, that that doesn't know what a house looks like. It's just crunching bits and bytes to try to spit out a number to make big Z more money. Uh, we're going to have an actual live breathing human being, someone who sets home prices in your neighborhood each and every day, the person who is making the market, the person who decided how much the home down the street got put up for sale for and how much the last home sold for. They were at the front line negotiating that contract. This is someone who has their pulse. They have the pulse of the neighborhood. They understand what homes are really worth. They can give you an accurate representation of your home's value. They will answer questions. They will guide you in the right direction. And they do this all for free as a favor to me as a part of the Saving Thousands Radio Network Home Value Hotline. So you can call it right now. It's a recorded message. You will hear my wonderful voice. I, like I will give you some basic instructions. You leave your name, phone number, the address of the property. You would like the free home valuation on. There's no obligation. There's no hidden gotcha. This is a public service because I need more people to know that they actually have equity in their home and that they are able to sell that home so little Johnny can go to elementary school in the better school district and he can grow up to cure world hunger and become the president of the United States all at the same time. And mm. all they got to do, Rob, and you can call this 24 hours a day. That's it. And it's very high tech, right? I am competing with the Xenon Triple Blue server <laughs> farm in California with a voicemail <laughs> box. It's expensive. What's I'm the not. number, Rob? Dude? Give, them, give them the number. All right, Robert, that number is 866-222-8231. That's 866-222-8231. Or you can text us at 35353-35353-or-go-to-savingthousands.com and click on the tab that says Home Value Hotline. It's as easy as that. Well, I'm going to take a few seconds here and kind of give you some more of these Saving Thousands rules to success. Rule number four is don't abuse your credit, but don't fear it either. In other words, don't run up a bunch of charges on credit cards that you can't pay back, but realize that credit cards and credit can become great tools in your financial life. And you'll find more about that at savingthousands.com. All right. Number five is if you know their tricks, they won't work. Today, we talked about some of those tricks on the show. So if you know that financial institutions are oftentimes not only trying to offer you a service, but they're trying to take more money at the same time. If you know about those tricks, the smoke and the mirrors, you won't fall for it. And rule number six is spread your knowledge. If you learn things on this show, if you come across some great bargains out there, whatever it is, spread that knowledge to your family and to your friends. And in that way, we're bringing the discussion of finance out in the open. You know, we talk pretty openly about a bunch of things, but we don't talk enough about money. I think we're scared to. But the more we talk about money, the more we share our knowledge, that's going to be an empowerment for us, and it's going to empower our friends and our family so they don't fall into financial traps. Well, Robert, we burned up another hour, and we burned it really quick. So here's another one going into the archives that people can get at SavingThousands.com and on the all-new Saving Thousands radio show app for the phones. So, folks, we hope that we'll see you soon right here on this great radio station and remember, those 15 rules to success from Robert Palmer will empower you. 